Praise the Lord. Um, today I want to continue in our, in our teaching from last week. We're talking, about, we're talking about how to praise God. Last week we talked about reasons to praise God. It's very important that as a, as a Christian, it's very important that you learn to practice your faith. Right? There are so many pseudo-Christians. We don't want to be a pseudo-Christian, you know, a Christian with a label. That is, that is, no, that's, that is of no use to nobody. It's of no use to you, a Christian with a, just a label. I mean, just a religious person. You don't, want to just, you don't want to be just a religious person, you know. Now, now that you are a believer and there's something, in your, there's some, some, something pricks your heart about this person called Jesus. Something pricks your heart about, about spirituality. And that's why if you've ever walked into any service whatsoever and you've returned, it is because there's something, it is because God is, God is calling you. It's calling your attention. And you know that there's something more. You, you go to a church once, twice. In fact, if you've been to a church three times your entire life, it means that you know there's something. And so we want you to explore that. We want to explore that. We want to grow, to seek and search that. Seek and search. And the beautiful thing about our faith is that, is that it is a, a practicing one. We want, I want to be a practicing believer. And that, talk, that, that takes a lot because it means, it means dropping certain mindsets and dropping certain habits and picking up new ones and new spiritual ones. It's very important that you grow spiritually. Just the same way you grow naturally. You should grow spiritually. Now, anything that has to do with growth is not automatic. It is not automated. And now I tell you what, when, when, you, have a, when you have a baby and a baby is born, every three months, three months, six months, nine months, a year, you, take, you keep taking that baby to the doctors. And then you say, well, when you go, they say they measure the weight of the child and then they measure, measure, measure the height of the child. And then they will tell you, well, at a certain age, right, we expect to see, it should be this weight and this height. Yeah? So the same thing. And so, so spiritually, you need to grow. There, is, there are benefits in spirituality. Now, in your Christian faith, right, there are things to do. And as I'm, so, as I'm so grateful to God that we are in England and we are taught to be critical and to analyze things and to evaluate and weigh things. I mean, this is one of the most intelligent nations in the world. And that's the reason why you are here. So you have the ability to reason and deduce things. And so your faith requires you to practice. And I know, that, I know that this is not a nation where you have time wasters. If there are time wasters, they won't be, they won't, this nation will not be here. See? So you are not an unserious person. You are a serious person. You are someone living in a nation that is full of intelligence. Many of you have gone to British schools and you've been trained and well-groomed. Many of you have very well-meaning jobs and very lofty jobs. It means you have a certain degree of intelligence and, and you are astute in your thinking. And I, and I want you to draw on that. Because, because the last thing you want to do, the greatest disservice you do, your, to do to yourself is to say that you are something when you are not. And the intelligence say that when you apply your heart to something, you should grow in it. And so what I'm saying, in effect, is that now that, you, have, now that you, have, you are looking at the concept of Christianity and looking at the person of Jesus, it is my natural inclination, based on what your profile says of your nation and who you are, that you should search, study, and apply. Does that make sense? And I know you can do that. You can search, you can study, you can apply. And I also know that you are not a time waster. 
so you wouldn't fool yourself and waste your time. And so praise is very important. It has so many benefits, and we talked about reasons to praise God. But today I want to share with you how to praise God, and I want you to practice how to praise God. You need to leave something, leave an old habit, and pick up a new one. As a spiritual person, my responsibility is to grow you spiritually, so you can so you'll be able to please your God, have a place in eternity, and deal with the challenges on, on earth. Amen. Uh, I'm talking to myself this morning. That's your amen is handicapped right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your amen. The pastor Bola. You've had breakfast too. All right. Number one, how do we praise this God? Brilliant people. You praise God with your body and your voice. Come on, say my body. And your voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah? You go practice that. I praise God with my body. Listen, Christianity is about leaving something behind and adopting a new way of life. End of story. And one of the things you must adopt, right, is the art of praising God. Now let's go at scriptures. Psalm 63, verse 3 to 4. Psalm 63, verse 3, verses 3 and 4. Let's read this together. All right? One, two, go. No, 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 no. All right, all right. This whole area here, that's very quiet. I'm going to swap you right now. Go and sit on the far left hand corner if you. All right. One more silence for me. One, two, go. Yeah. Uh huh. What will praise you? Ah? Okay, read on. No, no, next verse, next verse, next verse, next verse. Uh huh. Exactly. End of story. It says, it says, because your loving Christ is better than life, right? It says, my lips will praise you. My lips shall praise you. These li- this, this, this lips, they have one function apart from eating, according to God's plan, right? You should eat with them and you should bless with them. Any other thing is of the devil. Now, that requires a lot of discipline. That's why, this, that's why I love this faith. It disciplines you. Self-mastery is the best form of mastery anywhere in the world. These lips, they are for food consumption, certain types of food at a certain age, catch my drift, and for praising God. These lips are not for arguments and cursing and swearing and fighting each other. You understand? These lips are not for unwholesome talk, talk that has no bearing to where you are going to. You know, you know, there are people like that. They just talk. They just talk. I mean, the way they talk, you think they own a telecommunications company. They just talk. I want you to measure. Be measured in what you say. To be measured requires discipline. Be measured. Be measured. Discipline is part of our lifestyle in this faith. There's no room for indiscipline in Christianity. That's the fact. It says, so my lips, where I will, I will lift, it says, I will lift up my hands. It says, my lips will praise you. I'm not going to use these lips to curse, swear, or fight my brother, my sister, my, my spouse. Some people's lips are sharper than razor. I mean, some people, when they are done blessing you with the fruit of their lips, you go look for a rope to hang yourself. Yeah. But that's not 
I'm saying people who come in the name of Jesus. But that's not proper representation of Christ. It's not. It's not. So you must learn to doctor your tongue. It is, your, it is, your, it is part of your worship. And that's the reason why for some people, God will never hear their prayers. Their tongues, their, their lips are too loose. Nothing, nothing great comes out of their lips. Especially if you offend them. And God also knows that offense will, offenses will come. He said, when your neighbor offends you, he said, go and have a chat with your neighbor. If that neighbor is stubborn, he said, go back to him with two or three other people and say, come, judge between me and my brother and my sister. He said, if that neighbor is still stubborn, he said, then take the matter to the church. Bring the church to your brother. He said, just in case, I said, per adventure, you can win that brother. He didn't say, fight that brother. Give them, use your lips to give them a piece of your mind. That's not Christianity. He didn't say that. He said, your lips must praise me all the time. Do you understand? He said, you must lift up your, you must learn to lift up your hands. I see some poor service at times, service is going on, right? They just like, That's not praise. Psalm 63. Verses 3 and 4. Can we read that once again? Uh-huh. 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 I will do what? Exactly. What are you doing? I don't know. The Bible says we should lift up our hands, so I'm doing the same thing. That's what are you doing? I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just lifting my hands because the Bible says this is how we praise God. Next time you hear any bad news, just raise your hands to heaven. That's why we lift our hands. He said, I surrender. I surrender. I don't know how to deal with this problem, but I can praise you with my lips. I hear my hands. I surrender. You are in charge. I don't know how to deal with this kid. I don't know how to deal with this child. I don't know how to deal with this spouse. I don't know how to deal with this income gap. I don't know how to deal with this, this neighbor from hell. I don't know how to deal with this boss from hell. But here are my hands. And I will praise you with my lips. It didn't say pick up the phone and call 10 of your friends and tell them how useless your boss is. What are they going to do? Now that I've told you how bad my boss is, so what are you going to do? Are you going to follow me to work tomorrow and then kill the person? So then what is the point? Use those same lips. Conserve your energy for praise. And use is a wise investment. Use your lips to praise God. Conserve your energy for praise. That's how. That's how we do it in this faith. When someone annoys you, go to your closet and say, Lord, my hands are lifted. Here's my praise. You've got to practice spirituality. You have to learn to practice spirituality. You have to. Number two, how do we praise God? Psalm 150 verses 3 to 5. We'll read this, we'll read this together as well. One, two, go. No, 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 no. One, two, go. One, two, go. One, two, go. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Uh-huh. 
Ajá. 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 Praise the Lord. But do you notice something there? The Bible was naming instruments of praise and slipped in dancing. Did you catch that? Praise him with tambourine and dancing. And then it went on to flute and strings. So dancing is equipped and keyboard and trumpet, they're all instruments. So if you don't know what to do, you can dance. You see, but it sounds so unreasonable. This, is, this doesn't sound wrong. All this preposterous. Who dances when they have a problem? Faith says dance when you have a problem. That's why you are different. This doesn't make sense. Yes, it makes faith sense. It makes faith sense. 2 Chronicles 20, 20. A king was, was under siege. They prayed. They inquired of God. And then they sent worshippers. Since, since when did praising and singing become a military strategy? You would have looked at them and said, wow, come, all of you today is today you guys are done for. But no. But no. The Bible says God set an ambush against their family, against their, their opponents, and gave them victory. So that is why we are believers. We believe in that thing that doesn't make sense. So how can I deal with my problem? I don't have money. I don't can afford a lawyer. But I have my lips and I can dance. So, but I don't know how to dance. Well, move your body from side to side. That's okay. Does that make sense? Learn to shuffle your feet. So do some shuffling. Move your body from side to side. It doesn't make sense, but practice. But whatever you do, don't be stiff. <laughs> do you understand? How do we praise God? With our lips and then with dancing. It's even easier these days. Put on your Spotify and, and, and play a, a, a worship music and then dance in your room. Turn your home into a sanctuary and let God come and tabernacle in your family. I'm telling you, let invite God to do unusual things for you. Number three, how do we praise God? We praise God with our emotions. Psalm 47 verse 1 says, Clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with cries of joy. Clap your hands, all you Shout to God with cries of joy. You, you praise God with your emotions. You praise God with your emotions. That's how we practice. Praise God with your emotions. Learn to praise with your lips. You learn to clap, you learn to dance, and then you learn to shout for joy. Praise God. And I do all these things regularly. Regularly, till now. Regularly. Till now. You must make praise part of your lifestyle. And then watch God take over. Praising God is a way of submitting to him. And the Bible calls it a sacrifice of praise. You don't praise him only when you are happy. No, anybody can praise him when they are happy. But when you praise him, when you think that you don't feel like praising him, that is a sacrifice. And that is matured faith. 
Amen. And lastly, we praise God with our life. 1 Corinthians 10.31 1 Corinthians 10.31 Therefore, whether you eat, bring it up, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. It's interesting. As, as, as a culture, that's my culture right there. I dance and praise God for everything. Everything. I dance and praise God for everything. And anything. It's a lifestyle. Several times I'll tell Paul, I say, ah, man, but like, man, God has blessed us so. Can you imagine? And they jump up and start dancing. I say, oh, calm down. So I'm not, I don't have to calm down. You don't have to calm down. Oh, dance and praise and give God all the glory. I'm always on high. I mean, true praise. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> high of excitement. 6 a.m., 5 a.m. Text me 1 a.m., I'll reply you. If you can talk, we get on and we chat. And talk. Full of Except just because God has been faithful. Do you understand? Now, whether I have or I don't have, that doesn't change, that doesn't change my policy. No, it's a lifestyle. But this lifestyle has worked for me. And I know it will work for you in Jesus' name. Next time you hear one bad news, man, tell that bad news, man, get out of my sight. I serve a bigger God. My God is coming for me. He will help me. He will, and then break out in dance and singing. You will be amazed. I shared a testimony about a, in the first service about a lady that got a, uh, went for a job. She was so expectant. And then she got a rejection letter. And then she got the rejection letter, she just started laughing. And she laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed, and her tears became uh, uh, tears. You know, her laughter became tears. And then she started crying, and she started singing, and, and her family just got confused. They said, we didn't know that um, this job was this important, you know? And then she praised God, and she was weeping and singing and laughing. At the same time, she was, she was in a complete state. A week later, she got another letter from the same company saying, we are so sorry, we sent you the wrong letter. We are so sorry. It was a HR, HR error. Praise. Praise. I, see, you need to take your spiritual roots deeper so you can There are some things you will never appreciate because your spiritual level is too weak. You know? There are some things you will never appreciate because you're... So I want to challenge you to go deeper in God. Amen? So that certain things become clearer for you. Rise to your feet and say...